only time he wants me near him is when he wants me to eat his ass. And we're back, a special American episode of the Skimbo Lounge. We're coming at you on America's birthday, the 4th of July. Woo. And, and, and as always, I'm Engineer Tanner. I'm Rory. I'm Alex. Yeah, uh, good, good luck with that uh, nipple rubbing. I don't need luck. I'm good. <laughs> That's intern fish. tasty. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and, you know, we're talking about America and and what's something that's that's so American that you can do on the Fourth of July? You get the family together, you get the extended family together, you head on down to the Jersey Shore, and you're just looking forward to a couple of beautiful days on the beach down there, down there in New Jersey. Oh, you you can't do that this year. Uh, they, they, I'm sorry. What? What happened? What happened? It's clever lead-in, guys. Is His Holiness? One would ever never have thought. <laughs> Okay, we, we can knew. start over, and you can do the lead-in. <laughs> no, I'm fine. It's <laughs> and fine. And that's fine with me. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was just... Uh, we had it nothing. It was well done. It was well done. You're uh, going down to the nice beaches of the armpit of America. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. really all you've got. You've and got all you see is some of fat stick. fuck shoving <laughs> M&Ms from a giant 10-pound bag into the <laughs> mini bags. <laughs> I saved some for later. And he's the only man on the beach. Yeah. We're talking about Chris Christie. Uh had the government shut down because they didn't pass the budget out there in Jersey. And that decided that it meant, that meant uh, no lifeguards, no uh, no unnecessary government workers. So no, everything shut down. No state park rangers, no anything yeah. like that. Uh, so, yeah, the I'm sure everybody that listens to this show has, has seen the images of Chris Christie and his family all alone on a fucking massive beach. Sunning um, himself as the whale he is. Yes, uh, you know, deadliest beach. catch. They were going to do a whole new season about, about this uh seeing this gigantic beached whale did you see any of the pictures there was like this caption and it said it was a picture of like a whale on the beach that had a bunch of graffiti on its tummy it was like beached whale sprayed with graffiti and someone on twitter goes oh poor chris christie yep it's just the guy he's really fucked now. fucking is a huge piece of shit well and then he was asked about it and he said he didn't get any sun uh, yeah. Well, no, no, no. That was like because his, he his had, press secretary because he or had a hat on. Yeah, they're like, he's got a baseball cap. I didn't get any sun. He just went down there to uh, have a conversation with his wife before heading off in chairs to uh, before heading off to the office. He did not get any sun. Do you see the hat, sir? He had a hat on. That's not sun. Tank top, what shorts? Lying down for a second? No, 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 sir. He was out there strictly. That was a business conversation. But also, with if you're his in wife his, and his kids. family, how do you even go to that? Like you, you know, you know what this is. Like we talked about it before we started rolling, which is he is a vindictive asshole. He decided that it would be a great idea to shut the government down because when everybody gets pissed that the government's shut down Fourth of July weekend and the beach isn't fucking open and nothing's open and there's nothing to do, who does he think that they're going to blame? Oh, they'll get mad at the Democrats, not realizing that everybody knows what a transparent hunk of shit he is. Yep. And when he takes his fucking family to the beach and there's nine people enjoying it on Fourth of July weekend, does he I mean, can he really be that dumb? Yes. His uh, his lieutenant yes, governor can. sent out a tweet that condemned the whole thing also. 
Yep, of course. He's fucked. He's totally fucked. If if being a complete uh, bootlick for Donald Trump during his whole presidential campaign, being like he's gonna he's gonna throw something back old Chris Christie's way. He's gonna make me part of the cabinet. He's gonna do something great because I am literally on my knees sucking this man's Cheeto dick. Well, because he's also out of office after this year, after hey. this term, he can't run for any. So like he's really yeah, he's hoping at for the career else. impasse. Yeah. yeah, like he's trying to keep trending upwards. What does a man like that he do when he's pl- no longer a bloated politician? Hopefully, he, die, he kills himself with food. That's what I would do. If I was him and I was like, well, everyone hates me. Uh, I've made a bunch of moronic children who go along with my stupid political uh, snafu here. Uh, so they don't they clearly don't fucking understand. I wonder if any one of his family were like, Dad, you're committing career suicide right now. Or no, worse, this sweetie. is immoral. Yeah. yeah. Any, I, I, I don't imagine that the Christie family has any sense of morality. I, I'm just coming from a strictly business sense of them being like, Dad, don't you think that this might be about as stupid as you putting all of your weight behind Donald Trump, who called you a big old fatty a couple of times and a big old baby and all kinds of different things and <laughs> talked down to you even though you were trying to prop him up as a president? No, no, son, we're going to go. We're going to go sit on the beach for a little while with nobody else around and they'll blame everyone but me somehow. And in the day and age of social media, there will not be any pictures taken, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> and they will not spread like wildfire. Yeah. I'm positive. Reporters got him with a drone. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at a couple of the pictures yeah. right now. There's one that's really, really zoomed out. He yeah. acknowledges the drone, too. At a yeah. certain point, he's looking right at it. Yeah. It's really zoomed out. and like You can oh. just see they're the only living beings on the beach. Uh, What's that large villa behind them? Oh, that's his ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Quinnipiac polled a couple weeks ago. His approval rating is down to 15%. 58% of the Republicans in his state don't like him. So this isn't just us kind of left-leaning millennials coming right. in exactly. and, and trashing Chris Christie. Uh, this guy fucking sucks. Dude, I mean, we're talking about a guy that got upset and shut down a fucking bridge. Yes. Like, yeah. come on. And, and was dumb enough to think that it wouldn't get traced back to him. And it all but, like, there's no direct paper trail to him. It's kind of to people he's strongly associated with. But in the court of public opinion, there is no innocent until proven guilty. It's much more often guilty until proven innocent. And yeah. he's never going to get proven innocent on any of that shit. There's going to be no, I don't know how anybody can say these images were doctored. They're totally damning. Completely damning. Like, he's so fucked. It's just, it's a real problem in America right now when you've got people like Christie because nobody likes politicians right now. Everybody fucking hates them. And this, like, screams that whole, like, kind of political ruling class vibe that everybody's trying to ignore by being like, no, it's fine. Look at, we got Donald Trump. He's going to change things, even though he spent more money on vacations of the Amer- American people's money than any president in history. That's fine. There's no way that he's benefiting from taking trips to a place he owns, right? That doesn't that's not a that's not a conflict of anything, right? And also look at how far he's fallen, you know, just a, a few years removed from being what was considered a top candidate yeah, for the presidency on the Republican side. Can oh, you fucked. fucking imagine? I know that's that's really. These uh, are the people who run him, Ted idiots. Cruz. Nobody fucking likes Ted Cruz. They They're all have shitty things to say li- about him. Politically Ted. savvy idiots. Little Marco. <laughs> Jeb oh, Bush, are. very low energy. How do you come back from that? <laughs> yeah, they- when someone calls you low energy in a public <laughs> setting, how do you come back from that? You don't. You pull obviously. Howard Dean and you scream and you run around. Oh, I think we needed 75% more rap battle challenges from Jeb Bush. <laughs> I've been practicing and I'm not going to let you win this one, Donald. Yep. Spit me a beat. I'm just wondering if it's going to come to a head at any point. Because honestly, I think what's going to happen is Chris Chrissy is going to get some shit for this. Um, 
he's going to get a lot of mean things said about him on the internet. What, like but, he's fat? Yeah, he's fat and worthless and he's a piece of shit and something needs to be done about him. But guess what? Nothing's going to get done. Oh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what they do. The whole state is going to start pumping their own gas in revolt. <laughs> yeah, because you can't pump in, in New Jersey. Everything's full service. Really? Everything's yeah. You are not, all the gas not allowed to pump your it own gas. What a scam. It is illegal. It's nonsense. What a scam. Now, again, there are some full service places where the, the price, like, you know, I don't know if the price is necessarily driven up because of this full service. Oh, it definitely is, I bet. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Also, I'm not super tuned up on my New like, Jersey gas Stone, facts. Stone's right down the road is full service. Yeah, and it's a little I bit more. It's I a know. little bit more. It is. But no, they, I know, because my, my family they used serve to go it. to Stone's to support them. They use Maverick. The they use Maverick gasoline, and that <laughs> shit can get fucked. Maverick. No. <laughs> but no, no, no. But honestly, like, pumping your own gas is a little cheaper. It just is because they got to pay for that dude to come but out we pump were, your gas and then hello there, Mister. It's a wonderful day because all of them are Cockney. They're little let Cockney me, boys. Let they let pull off the streets. Squeegee so your window for you. Yeah. I hope my sister doesn't die in the interim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The last the time cholera. I was in Jersey and we were getting gas and stuff, like we had gone down mm-hmm. to Maryland and we we're coming back up through. And we stopped in Jersey. I didn't even realize we were in Jersey. And they're like, "Mitch, you can't it's get lucky. out." And problem pump number gas. <laughs> problem and number one. Like, oh shit. And uh, but it was basically the same price as the other states, even though it was full service. So I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, you never know. They could have Guess certain New deals Hampshire too. Was two eighteen? Yeah, well, when I I was up in uh, in in Maine on on Friday, we came back Saturday, and the gas was in Stratum. Fuck gas Str- prices, Strathams? anyways. <laughs> you guys remember when it was four dollars, and they're like, "This is what it is now because yeah, it's so it like, rare to it find." It was like three fifty, three yeah. fifty-five. Yeah, that was. And bad. now they're just trying to bleed it out because, like, that holy shit, there's alternative energy sources now. Tesla's coming up. We better make it cheap again. Like, well, I thought it was a scarcity thing. I thought you guys made it four dollars in the first place because you guys lost some oil derricks in a storm that never happened. Isn't that isn't that what isn't that what happened, guys? You lost an oil derrick in that terrible part of that thing off the coast that never never occurred to you guys. Oh wait, you're you're in front of the Senate lying because you're not under oath. Oh, okay, it's great. If thanks, we can double back companies. to Chris Christie, like his yes. back fat doubles back into his front fupa. What do you got? Go ahead. The funniest thing for me about Chris Christie is the Bruce Springsteen shit. Like dovetailing with another American topic, some American tunes. Yes. I want to get into that. And and no better way to lead us in there than the the mad prophet of American rock and roll, which is Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. And how much Chris Christie fucking loves and worships him and his hopes and dreams rise and fall on that man's opinion of him. And Bruce Springsteen wants him to get fucked. He despises him. Yeah. Springsteen made a... Uh I think two hundred and fifty million last year touring. Wow! Yeah, he was oh yeah, he's one, yeah. one of the top tours. Uh, you go see is. Springsteen. He doesn't play small venues. A, B, the ticket price is insane. Just like we we're looking up, yep. not to get too off topic, but I was looking up Roger Waters tickets because he's touring this year. Hell yes! And those tickets before they even hit the secondary market are two hundred and fifty bucks to sit on the floor. That's great. So yeah, so it's these these older acts. Yeah, uh, can really charge a high premium. And Springsteen Just don't know when guy, they're gonna die. Guy plays fucking four plus hour concerts, so that's like a really big deal. So for Springsteen, you're getting more bang for your buck at least in terms of music per dollar. Guy's an spent. entertainer, yeah. yeah. Plus the Waters thing. Sorry, Couch. But no, the Waters no, go thing, for it. like when he was out doing the wall tour, the last wall tour he was doing with the massive projectors and the theatrical stuff, like people thought that was going to be his last tour. Uh-huh. And now it's not, which I'm now screwed. 
because I can't see say that I saw his last tour now. Yeah, Mitch and I went and saw David Gilmore at Madison Square Garden, and we were like, we'll fork out whatever amount of money because it's his last going to be this last time he plays in the U.S. He only played six shows. If he fucking comes back like next year in two years, I'm going to be so goddamn pissed off. Yeah. When there's more money on the horizon, there's nobody who's going to be like, no, I don't uh, I don't have one more in me. I would say Roger you know? Waters is about the money at this point. I think David Gilmore probably isn't because he only played six shows. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Like Waters went all over the goddamn place. Yeah. Well, you never know. It could be that they want to just play more, but at the same time when you're charging a lot of money for each thing it's like well you know you you don't really need the, the front, money anymore at, the at, front section at fenway for waters was like twenty two hundred dollars yeah see that's that's absurd i've never I'm not someone got carted off too like emt and yeah. i was like oh they just wasted a lot of money at age at age 13 chris christie was interviewed for an article in the atlantic um he or no sorry he, he was told in the, he told in the Atlantic that he started idolizing Springsteen at 13. He attends oh. his first Springsteen concert at Seton Hall University, January 2010. <laughs> <laughs> I like kind of know what's coming, which is why it's so Cut funny. To. Springsteen declines a request to perform at Christie's inauguration ceremony, so he hires the B Street Band, a Springsteen tribute group, <laughs> joins them on stage to sing Badlands, Glory Days, and Born to Run. Oh my god. That's very sad. That is very, very sad. It's like the guy I, I idolize hates me? Well let's get a bunch of fake people up here and let's make pretend. Think, think about these three these pillars of power. May twenty ten. Christie has a second encounter with Springsteen during a ceremony inducting Danny DeVito into the New Jersey Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh my god. According again to the Atlantic, they only exchanged formal pleasantries. March 2011, that's when Springsteen wrote the letter to the Asbury Park Press criticizing Chris Christie. And that must have been... Because, like, when Christie asked him to come play his inauguration, maybe he's on tour. Maybe he's got something he can't make it. But when Springsteen writes a letter about you, talking shit about you, that's where... That's where you're done. His opinion of you is in stone. You know what I don't... For all to see. It's like, uh, I don't get how Chris Christie can be like... Bruce Springsteen's my hero as early as age 13 and still be like, I'm an adult and a chode. Like, how did he fucking idolize this guy? But then when he gets older, he's like, I'm a Republican, a conservative, and I'm going to go ahead and fuck the little guy because I'm getting mine. Let's go and hang out on a beach by ourselves. Because fam, look at, look at fucking, not to cut Mitch off because I know he had a point, but um, look at uh, Glory Days. Or no, 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 no. What am I talking about? Born in the USA. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at Born in the USA and the fact that People in the Pat Reagan and McCain and others have tried to use it as a very it? pro-America song. Yeah, when its actual intention from it's a what huge you hear indictment. from Bruce Springsteen, exactly. Yeah. So I absolutely understand how Chris Christie would be like. His music is for me. He's talking about like working down at the sawmill, and my dad, he's a good Republican, and he says that you know we got to protect those sawmill jobs. And Bruce Springsteen <laughs> seems to romanticize them, so. I totally get him. So you're so you're saying that Chris Christie's just dumb, <laughs> dumb, delusional, just lacks complete uh, understanding and empathy. It's going to get even worse. There's more bullet points on this timeline yeah. that I found. Dude, that you're going to say like he must be Heaven Springsteen, like someone that you said like, he idolized since like 13. <laughs> just imagine how bad that feels, like yeah, knowing it, he hates you because so help me God if me and Tanner. At the last uh, House of Blues concert we went to for um, Everclear and Vertical Every, Horizon. Thank you. I forgot Everclear. Fastball. Oh, God. Fastball. 
Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Fastball's falling on hard times. So help me God. Like, I don't idolize Vertical Horizon. I really like listening to them. Sure. But if that guy was looking out and pointed and Terry's like, man, she's saying something to you. And I turn and the guy points at me and goes, fuck you. I would have been pretty upset. Yeah. <laughs> would have been real upset. Now, if it was your now, hero. Now, if I'm an adult, like, well, I am an adult, I guess. But <laughs> well done. If I were, <laughs> if you if have I, to question old, it, how old is Chris Christie? If I were that 40s, old and yeah. had the opportunity to meet these people and just going into them, going into that constantly knowing that they hate you, I feel like that's the life of a politician, though. I, but you're delusional <laughs> about it. They <laughs> don't really exactly, hate you. Yeah. They just don't understand you because they haven't spent enough time with you. Yeah. Maybe if you get them to hang out with you, they'll understand. Yeah. Hey, exactly. Bruce, Which Bruce is where the Chris that, Christie story's going. Exactly. Yeah. It's that still like, oh, he doesn't agree with my policies. Yeah. But we can I'm still not be bros. We can still be friends. <laughs> He's on the beach. He had sent Bruce a, a text message that, come on down, Bruce. Come to the beach. We're the only ones here. Prime <laughs> real estate. Come Bruce. perform Atlantic City acoustic and I'll sing the backups. <laughs> plenty of places out here on the beach for you to be born to run ha 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 see i know your music and then he's just like fuck you april 2012 christy is accused of falling asleep at a bruce springsteen concert <laughs> at madison square garden when springsteen performed uh, rocky ground a song from his then new album wrecking ball the governor denied it claiming he was in a meditative state <laughs> <laughs> he he made a point to call on his policy chief deborah gramaccioni <laughs> who was also at the show to corroborate his explanation. It's a YouTube video titled, Governor Christie, quote, I would never fall asleep during a Springsteen concert. Oh, why does he care so much? Everyone hates him. I would I never wanna... pour smaller bags of M&Ms into a jumbo bag of M&Ms so that I could have more M&Ms. No, no, no. I just... He poured the, the big bag into the small ones. Why would he make that transfer? I read to... the article. Yeah, Barstool did for... an extensive forgot, spread about it. I forgot his, uh, his reasoning behind it, and it was just pure insanity. So is a meditative state, but go so, on. Um, a piece runs in the Atlantic in July 2012 about a writer named Jeffrey Goldberg who went to a Springsteen concert with Christie. Now, I, I actually like this. He describes the borderline insane level of boyish enthusiasm with which Christie celebrated the event, such as putting staffers in headlocks, air drumming, <laughs> air drumming vigorously, and singing lyrics into the faces of other fans. Oh my god! Christie revealed turned into a child. Christie revealed at this point in 2012 that he had attended well over 100 Bruce Springsteen concerts. Lynette Carroll is beating the shit out of him. Great. Somehow Carroll so, yeah, is how, how much is he paying you? Great. How much is he paying you to get these plugs in? Uh. Yeah. September of 2012. <laughs> like, you fucking kidding me. Here's a problem that I have with Jimmy Fallon that I would love to discuss once we get through this. Because Fallon did this shit with, uh, with fucking Trump, too. Oh, yeah. Um, Christy appears on NBC Late Night, sings a duet of Thunder Road with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, uh, great. In November of 2012, Springsteen praised Christie's efforts in the wake of Superstorm Sandy. The two come together to mourn the devastation. They talk via President Obama, shake hands and hug. Christie admitted to weeping after the hug. He also said that Springsteen told them that their friendship was now, and I quote, official. Oh, my God. Their Facebook official is friends. The president made us Facebook official. In January 2014, Springsteen appeared on Late Night. Him and Jimmy Fallon performed a parody of Born to Run, mocking Chris Christie's George Washington Bridge traffic scandal. 
So one of the only allies he had left in Jimmy Fallon is now ripping him with his idol. God damn. What the fuck, Jim? Christy went out of his way several times to assure me he was not angry and was not an angry person. Even though I hadn't suggested he was. That says the reporter, Matt By, who talked to Chris Christie about the parody song. Oh, man. Christy wishes Springsteen a happy 65th birthday on Twitter. Links to a list of his favorite 10 songs by Springsteen. No response. September 2014. <laughs> I don't know. Springsteen doesn't seem like much of a, a tweeter, does he? I mean, if you weren't a super conservative guy that was shutting down bridges in Springsteen's home state, then maybe yeah, he'd have a chance of maybe a retweet or a like or a quoted tweet. But it's how possible. fucking like undignified. To just sit there and let, again, everything, every, all your hopes and dreams rise and fall on Bruce Springsteen's opinion of you. Yeah, it's kind of a weird hill to die on at the same time. It's like, I, I don't think, I think it could have been literally anybody who could have been like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of NSYNC. And NSYNC would have been like, dude, you're a douchebag. Like, you suck. But I just really, I, 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 I'm trying to think of what, an NSYNC song I can't. Fuck it's, you, you voted against gay marriage. Yeah. Lance is gay, man. Yeah. Bye, How bye, can you bye. Love us, and then but he's like, oh, no, they used the song. Like, it doesn't matter. I, I feel like it doesn't matter who Chris Christie's, uh, like, is his, uh, like, that's my favorite artist. Because they'll probably think he's a fucking chode because he's a fucking chode. Yeah, unless June, it's like Ted Nugent. Yeah. June 2015. True. It's a good point. Fellow New Jersey rocker John Bon Jovi gives Christie his blessing to use his music uh. during his 2016 presidential campaign. One month later. Sitting next to his wife with his hands on his knees and a blank expression on his face, Christy tells Life Zet that he prefers Bon Jovi to Springsteen, the ultimate betrayer. Oh, shit. Gotta go with the political end. Look at him. The jilted ex-fan. One month later, August 2015, Christy commemorates the 40th anniversary of Born to Run with an expanded tweet professing his love for the album. So what he did is he wrote this in like notepad and then screenshotted it like what you see people do a lot on twitter when they get or get around the yeah, character if you're limit. gonna read it you gotta read it with a fat voice in the summer of 1975 <laughs> i was 12 years old pitching on my little league all-star team okay first off <laughs> he's quietly putting himself over as a 12 year old little league all-star living the life of a soon-to-be teenage boy in the suburbs of new jersey bursting into my summer vacation came a bearded new jersey 20 something with a big burly sax player on the cover of an album entitled born to run it took my breath away the music was exciting, dramatic, and exhilarating. As a kid from Jersey, it spoke to me. Bruce wrote of places and the people I knew. He wrote about our hopes and our frustrations. He gave voice to the suburban kids like me, who were filled with dreams and doubts. He Dude, was one of us. Just for one quick break, all of these things he's saying could also be symptomatic of diabetes. It took my breath away. My breath away. <laughs> I couldn't stand it any longer. <laughs> Everything was very dark. <laughs> <laughs> Later that fall, he appeared on the covers of Time and Newsweek in the same week. Not only was he one of us, he was a star. We we all filled with pride. Okay. Uh. <laughs> the welcoming opening of Thunder Road, my favorite Bruce song ever. The pounding rhythms of Night, the desire in She's the One, and the operatic power of Jungle Land all surrounded the title song in near perfection. Decades later, as Bruce started to perform the entire albums in the order he, the songs were laid out on the original album, I stood in the Count Basie Theater in New Jersey and experienced once again the genius of not only the songs individually, but their relationship to each other in the album. It took my breath away again. <laughs> it is my desert island disc. So, he, Chris Christie, not a vinyl guy. Wow. It is the most powerful rock album of my lifetime. And then he put 
hyphen Chris, but then tweeted it on the Chris Chris. So <laughs> like we didn't know that he wrote it. Right. Yeah. Just so you know, I wrote this. This beautiful prose. Uh, September 2015, Christie told Sean Hannity, no longer friends with Springsteen, only that he knows him, but now he's friends with Bon Jovi. Oh my God. Jilted lover right there. That's what that is. Yeah. He's picking Wanna like, he's like, who else is from New Jersey? Oh God. No. John bon Jovi. <laughs> no. Are you fucking kidding me. Can we just go with Tico Torres? <laughs> <laughs> so a sad timeline. That's just of, such a. Of Chris Christie. Well, that's what happens when you're a fucking waste of human space. Like, I honestly can sit here and, and and not feel bad about saying that I think Chris Christie is has made the planet worse simply by breathing air that could have been for other people. He's just such a piece of shit. I hate him so much. He said this summer that him and his wife, Pat, uh, prefer to ride with Bon Jovi in his steel horse to Springsteen in his 69 Chevy. Oh, ouch. Sounds like uh sounds like that that girl you break up with who whines all over Twitter like my new man is so much better. Look at all the things he buys me. I swear to god I'm not bitter. I swear. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. My new guy's the yeah. best. I'm yeah. not bitter. I'm not I bitter. So my last much guy prefer trash. this to what he gave me. And the other dude's just like, bitch, you never never had you in the first place. Like, oh, you're horrible. But you know that Chris Christie like stays up late at night. He Cutting puts on he puts on a dress. He goes in his closet with a noose, and he listens to the saxophone solo from Jungle Land while he beats off and tries to climax before he suffocates. My, that's oddly specific, but I'll go. I'm with you. But he, did anything about this story scream he's not very specific when it comes to his love for Springsteen? No, of because course not. Every detail of this is obsessive. I bet he has a room. Not the love, but, but he has hey, a room. But the dress, it's and, fine. And I'll I'll be honest, the like the 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 prose that he wrote in that tweet on the 40th anniversary, like, yeah. I'm a big Springsteen fan. Me too. I feel very similar feelings to how he feels yeah, like the these things that he's talking about the saxophone solo in jungle land the first time i heard it that was a religious experience i will yeah. never forget it listening right. to it with, with our friend jeff the only difference is is that you're not going to grow up and become a shitty politician and be like I, I me and all those other kids on the streets how can i fuck those kids how can i fuck them with legislation you know what'd be fun for all those kids a nice day at the beach chris a nice day at the beach on the 4th. I hope you like laying out on the concrete out behind yeah. your patio. Yeah, you piece of shit. Get a good tan. I don't know how political Springsteen gets these days, but I have a feeling there's going to be some sort of response coming, If maybe not directed right towards at Christie, but about this government shutdown and the beaches being closed on the 4th of July. I have a feeling He's such a that there is going to be something coming out of the Springsteen and the yeah. East Street camp. And I'm he sure just writes a song about a beached whale. Yeah. Oh, dying on the beachhead, it's a corpse being pecked at by seagulls. It's entitled Chris the Whale. Yes. <laughs> How we gonna get him back off of the beach? Oh, don't try to blow him up. It sends the blubber everywhere. They fucking yes. did that. Yes, yes, yes they classic, did. Classic video. Classic, classic 90s video. They did it video. over in England. Oh, they blew it up brutal. with uh, 2,000 pounds of dynamite. Yeah, way too much. <laughs> cars like, this cars were getting pancaked. Let's <laughs> yeah. get rid of the, the whale. Oh, my God. There's 200-pound <laughs> chunks of blubber flying yeah. out of well, the sky. It, it was on that show, like, caught on video. It's like the narrator guy's like, and here's the moment of detonation. And soon after, people knew something was wrong. Yeah. And then, like, you hear cars <laughs> caving in, and people were like, ah! 
Yeah, right? Like 200 pound chunks of blubber rain down like bloody rain from the sky. <laughs> bloody rain. <laughs> I just don't understand why the guy who did that wasn't like, maybe we should aim all It wasn't the, like, the guy, it was the government. No, no, but I mean, like, whoever put the dynamite inside the whale physically was like, let's just... Didn't, like, yeah, angle it? Didn't yeah, didn't angle it towards the ocean. I don't think they put it inside. I think they dug around it. Same, same question. Say, I don't care where the dynamite was. I'm just not sure why they were like, let's just do a nice helpful spritzing. It'll go everywhere. We're always questioning the efficacy of... The d- dynamite. Yeah, the placement. I just <laughs> don't get one it. one where they're bringing a whale through, like... It's like I did it. Through the city or where... Not... I'm not sure, but the, the roads. There's cars parked all over the roads. It's it's in, like, a downtown area. And the whale's strapped down onto a flatbed. And the gases Free are... Free Willy? The gases are just building up inside of it. Oh, so my they're God. driving. they're driving in stop-and-go traffic. And all of a sudden, the whale splits open, oh, and just this, this car, this poor car, gets covered in just sweet amber grist. juices and whatever, and just <laughs> shooting out of this fucking whale. That's disgusting. That whole road must have been closed down. People must have been vomiting all over the I place. I would assume must have been disgusting. Just your car gets covered in decomposing whale. Imagine the smell that would just build up in, inside of it instantly. In, in the yeah, in the car, you're fucked. You got to open up the doors to let the whale guts out of your car. Just <laughs> your your tailpipe fills Speaking with of the whale. smell. I saw a bar rescue the other day it's with John That's disgusting. He's he's going through the kitchen and like it's two like Italian guys or they, they might be Greek, yeah, they're, they're they're a Greek and it's the owners of the place and they're like wait they're like, Greek or they're Italian is, I can't remember <laughs> he's like what is wrong with you he's like you're the you're the head chef of this kitchen this isn't John Taffy on this owner he's like we you're supposed to be running this this is your job why are you not taking care of the kitchen and Taffer's just like this has to be thrown out this has to be thrown out. This has to be thrown out. They're like, it's two weeks. Of, how old is this stuff? And he's like, I I don't know. I don't know. And Taffer pulls out a jar of shrimp. Uh, like a thing of shrimp. And he's like, oh my God. He's like, look at this color. Does he this chuck, isn't right. Does yet. he chuck it against the wall? He asks the chef. Oh, no, he doesn't it. chuck it. <laughs> but amazing. he asks the chef. He goes, how old is this? Chef doesn't know. And And Taffer smells it. He le- starts leaning over a trash can and vomits. I- I've never seen Taffer vomit. He vomits twice. Got a vomit spot in there. And then he goes. Wow. And then he just goes. All of you smell this. <laughs> <laughs> so Taffer's a seventeen-year-old boy at heart. Yeah. This is gross. Come smell this. The courtesy yeah. sniff. Yep. That's awful. And uh, everyone's just dying. And you should have seen the chef. This chef. He's very much overweight, and when Taffer starts berating, Was it Chris Christie, <laughs> yeah, could have been. Or how we got by the chef starts to getting make shrimp alcohol. The chef starts get, getting berated and like says something to, uh, oh my god, forget John. John he yeah. says something to John, and he's like, he's like, fuck you, blah blah, blah. and Taffer's like, fuck me, fuck you, chef. Is he, are you a chef? Or are you just a little assistant because you're supposed to be control of this? You're going to say, fuck me to me. Look at all this. How dare you? Yeah, probably not a great probably not a great move on the chef's so part. So now, now, <laughs> now the chef's lost it. The man cannot keep control of his eyelids because each of his eyes is blinking separately. <laughs> They're and just his, alternating? And his mouth, yes. His mouth is moving around. His eyes are going separate times. And he's just having like a mental breakdown. It was... Great. And Spike 
aired it. That's awesome. Uh, it's fucking gold. To, to put a nice little bow on the Chris Christie thing, there were two states with Republican governors that hit this shutdown. It was New Jersey and it was Maine. However, in Maine, state parks managed by the Bureau of Parks and Lands and the Department of Agriculture will remain open. Well, so even Governor that? LePage up there in Maine was like, I'm not going to go all the way here. Listen, I'm a crazy fundamentalist dickhead. It is 4th of July weekend. A lot of people yep. coming up to my state to enjoy it. We'll keep the, the parks open. Yep. And when you're getting compared to Governor LePage, <laughs> Governor LePage is going over. And he's looking favorable. Yeah, It's not that's not a great uh, not a great spot for for old, old Fupa Chris Christie. Oh, no. But we are just about out of time. Ready for a commercial? Yes, I think it is time. So let's do that. Okay. Do we have a teaser for when we come back for something? I think Mitch had something he wanted to say, didn't he? Mitch has got something, and Alex and I have something. Oh yeah. And that's all we're gonna we're, we're gonna give you two small teases. We don't know what Mitch's is about. Ours is a story of redemption. Yes. When we come back. Hello, friends. I'm soon to be former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, and the holiday weekend is upon us. What better place to be than the state of New Jersey? America's armpit. A shaved armpit, but an armpit's still the same. Come on down to Abram S. Hewitt State Park and look at it from afar because it's closed and you can't come in. What about my personal favorite? Cheesequake State Park. That's what happens when I eat a whole cheesecake to myself and then, oh, I get the farts going. Uh, but don't take it from me. Take it from my new best friend, John Bon Jovi, because he loves Hacklebarney State Park. Yeah, it's great to be here at Cackle Pony State Park. And, uh, uh, Chris, can you weed me? That's illegal, John. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. Did you happen to bring Richie Sambora? No, no. He's hanging out with his daughter. She's fucking hot, man. She's very attractive. She's very attractive. When I can see over my stomach to find my penis, I often think about her when I masturbate. <laughs> you got a weird body, bro, and that's why I like you. You know what else is weird? Double Trouble State Park. Just come on in, find the parking lot, and just look at it from afar. You can't see the water, but you can see it. Or come on down to High Point or Hop It Kong. My family will be at one of them, and we'll be the only family on the beach. Hey, man, I hope it's cool that I invited somebody. It's not Richie Sambora? No, man, it's this, uh, I what's your name, fella? I'm Bruce. Oh, my God. He says he's a musician or something. I don't know. Hey, Chris. Heard you love uh, Bon Jovi now. I, I do, I do. Hey, that's me, man. Yeah, good, good for you, good for you. I'll fuck you. I would love to be fucked by Bruce Springsteen. I knew it. I knew this guy was gay for me. Wait, what's going on? I'm gay for Springsteen and bye for Bon Jovi. I called this ten years ago. Could you please play Born to Run for me? I would love to. At your funeral. Oh. So come to Kid and Tinny Valley State Park and hang out with me and Bon Jovi. Shut up, Christy. You know that house I bought in Jersey? That shitty little one. The house you grew up in? I didn't pay taxes for 15 years. It's okay. I've never paid taxes. Come on down to New Jersey and hang out with me and not Richie Sambora. Richie Sambora's hot daughter's going to be there, though, man. (laughs) Wait, she's how old? I don't know. 16? I'm Chris Christie. Former governor and now convicted child pornographer. 
with a huge fooper. And please remember, if you're going to High Point State Park, bring two bags of M&Ms, one big, one small, and systematically dump the big bag into the small bag as you devour them. I'm Chris Christie, and again, I, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, woman, I'm gonna keep doing it, god damn it, god damn it, god damn it, what's happening to my state, god damn it, happy 4th of July, oh, glory days, oh hey, didn't see you come in there, it's uh, Rory of the Skimbo Lounge, you know, we've had a lot of fun here in the Skimbo Lounge, talking, uh, joking, and uh, I just thought it might be a good time to uh, to present a, a new uh, product or perhaps public service announcement, which is leaving me the fuck alone. There's a lot of great options for why you should leave me the fuck alone, as in not having to put up with me, me not having to put up with you, and so many wonderful things in between. Think about all the great things you could be doing, like going and looking at one of New Jersey's fantastic beaches from afar in the parking lot. All wonderful places where I will not be, where I'm at home, away from you, because I don't want to talk to you. Hey, Rory, you want to go see Chris Christie starring in the new Springsteen biopic? Absolutely not. I just got Slippery When Wet on vinyl. Do you want to come over and listen to it with me and former governor, disgraced asshole Chris Christie? Not even a little bit. Hey, Rory, a couple of us are going to go down to the state house and protest these outrageous property tax prices. Do you want to lend your voice? I think I'd rather eat glass. Rory, I just got this new delicious oil. You want me to come over and finger blast your asshole? I'm going to have to take a pass on that one, big guy. I'm Chris Christie, and I would love it if you were to finger bang me with your Springsteen oil. I'm out. I'm out. Hang on. Is someone getting paid for this? Yeah, taxpayer dollars. Will you at least let me use the beach for free? This is just <laughs> becoming the last commercial. <laughs> Rory, can I come Can I come mow your lawn and buy lawn? I mean pubes? No, but you can mow my lawn. So I can't. No. Okay. I know what you're sitting thinking to yourself out there going, hey, how exactly would I go about leaving you the fuck alone? Well, it's easy. Step one, find something to do. Step two, don't fucking invite me. Don't even call. Don't even assume that I want to do those things with you. And then step three, fuck off, buddy. Just go do it. Rory, Vin Diesel's doing his one-man show for one night only up in Burlington. You want to go up and check it out? I'd rather get myself diarrhea. Rory, there was a bus full of supermodels. Their bus broke down on the outskirts of town. They need a place to stay. I said they could stay here at my place, but we need you here to make the ice cream sundaes for the Jello Wrestling Match Championship game. Are you down? Yeah, okay. Boop, boop, doop, it's me, your president. How you doing, you bunch of stupid cucks? As you well know, it's the 4th of July weekend. It's huge. It's large. And uh, these fucking pencil neck geeks down here at the White House, they have asked me, um, what, uh, what, uh, what, what does 4th of July mean to you, Mr. President? And I say, first of all, fuck you. Okay? You can go fuck yourself. Second of all, what does the 4th of July mean to me? Think of a smoking hot ethnic babe. It's fine, it's not, yeah, I can say that, I'm, it's, I don't mean any, it's because I like them. If I said I hate s, it'd be one thing, but I, uh, I love ethnic girls, okay? So I see an ethnic girl in a red bikini, the wind is blowing her hair, and uh, she's standing there on the beach, she's got two cold ones. I've got my, uh, my putter. <laughs> And I say, go ahead, give it a little kiss right on the handle. And then I put one of those stupid red MAGA hats on her. And I take her from behind in front of an ocean seascape while my young son watches. Because the boy has to learn. And besides, we all know women love the short game instead of a long ball. But that's not the only thing I'm reminded of on this 4th of July, okay? Because we have a huge problem. And when I say huge, 
I mean it can barely fit into a pair of 4XL shorts. I'm up to five now, Donald. That's right, Governor Chris Christie, he's closed the beaches in New Jersey. No one can use them, except for him, which is fine because there's a maximum capacity occupancy for the beach. I was just on the beach listening to some fantastic new John Bon Jovi tracks with my family, thinking about Richie Sambora's hot daughter. And so I said, yes, first of all, Ava Sambora, she's very hot. She's the hottest. I don't know how old she is, but Melania was not much older than, than a mere wisp of a girl when I married her. Saved her from a life of obscurity. I hate my husband. And so I told these people, I said, you want to get Chris Christie off the beach? Okay, here's what you do. You feed him a bunch of dynamite disguised as sausages. He will eat several. And then you light that fuse. And you blow him up. And yeah, maybe a mattress-sized piece of fat is going to go flying and take out some poor schmuck fisherman. But who really gives a fuck? You got Chris Christie off the beach, didn't you? Get your shovel, get to work. America's about sacrifices, okay? I could only take two black girls from my orgy, okay? How do you make someone make a choice like that, okay? I'm sorry, what were we talking about again? Times I banged a bunch of whores? Whores have always been repulsed by my physical appearance, so even when I offer them tens of thousands of taxpayer dollars, they still refuse to give me fellatio. Oh, don't worry about that. I know a couple who will uh, debase themselves in any number of ways. They'll unzip you like a tube of biscuits. I know, I'm familiar with Demi Lovato and Miley Cyrus. Great feet. Love their feet. Huge feet. And Natasha to that uh, religious fundamentalist vice president of mine, Mike Pence. Hey, Mikey, you got anything to say to the people on the 4th of July? Make sure to keep the Christ in... Wait, how do you put that in July? Where's the fort? How do you... Keep keep Jesus in July. Much better. I like that much better. Mike, I heard you really enjoy uh, cunnilingus. Yeah, come on, you big pussy eater. Tell us all about it, huh? I've given myself thrush. His wife's got a dirty pussy. That's right, Baron. Thank you very much. See, I'm teaching Baron the fundamentals of what it means to be a great leader and also a great Trump. Like, we don't go down on girls unless we've seen them wash themselves out. You know, little horse bath in the utility sink. Isn't that right, Baron? That's right, Poff. These women got candidiasis in their pussy. I don't want anything to do with it. Candidiasis sounds delicious. Christy doesn't know what I'm talking about, Pa. Well, that's how you get thrashed, son. Let the fat fuck figure it out for himself, huh? Thanks, Pa. I'd say I love you, son, but I only love whores. Well, we should probably wrap this turd up, huh? Anybody have anything they want to say to the American people one more time? My dad's Donald Trump, and he drives on greens. Doesn't drive the ball there, he drives the cart on it. I'm Chris Christie, and I'm too fat to fit in the golf cart. He is, I've seen it. I'm Mike Pence, and gay people are oogie. And I'm President Donald fucking Trump. And I once made love to three supermodels on a golf course after I drove on the green. So who's the fucking cuck, son? Uh, probably what your mom's gonna get pissed. Chris, Chris is. Mr. That's Chris. true. That's true, son. Good. Deflecting. Chris, fuck you. You're a huge cuck. Ah, oh, shut. Yeah, cuck you, Christy. Yeah, cuck you, Christy. And cuck you, America. Jesus. Are we done here? I can't satisfy my wife. Can we start? We know, okay? You're a giant waterbed. Sometimes I eat M&Ms out of her anus. First of all, this shows you like the level of intrusiveness now into my life, okay? I mean, there's some joker taking pictures of me at Madison Square Garden. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Um, I was sitting there. Uh, where's Deborah Gold Grimiccioni? She was in the hallway. Where's Grimiccioni? Get over here. Come here. Get up here. Come on, Deborah. I don't want you to take my word for it. Deborah, get on up here. All the way up, Deborah. All the way up. All of you know my policy chief, Deborah Grimiccioni. Now, Deborah and I were at the concert together. 
at Madison Square Garden. You were sitting next to me, were you not? Yes, I was. Did at any time... <laughs> this is, this is, you know, we were in the U.S. Attorney's Office together, so we're used to doing this. At any time, Deborah, during the show, did I fall asleep? Absolutely not. Thank you. Um, you're done now, Deborah. That's good. Um, well, well done, Deborah. Um, you know, what happened was, during, during Rocky Ground, which is like kind of a really spiritual song, um, people sat. So I sat up on the seat, and I put my head back and closed my eyes and listened to the song. Um, you know, when I was like fist pumping during Badlands, nobody, you know, I'm glad no one took pictures of that. Um, you know, when I, was, when I was singing to Out in the Street, thankfully no one took pictures of that. When I was contorting myself during Because the Night, no one took pictures of that. Um, I, was, I was sitting there listening to what is, an, and for those of you who haven't, if you don't have the, the disc, listen to Rocky Ground, very spiritual song. I sat back, closed my eyes, and listened to the song. Um, now, what they're conflating, what the New York Post conflated was, earlier in the show, there's um, a song called Death of My Hometown, which is off the new disc. And Bruce did a little, one of his little speeches beforehand. You know about the robber barons and the rich and the 1% that I know. You know, the normal Bruce stuff. And at that time, somebody who is apparently not a political supporter of mine yelled from a few rows back, Hear that? Wake up, Governor! Wake up! Now, the Joker who took the picture, which was much later on in the evening, conflated the two stories to make it sound better to whoever he sold it to on page six. The guy was asking me to wake up politically during Death of My Hometown, and then I was kind of taking in spiritually rocky ground. Um, and so that's the explanation of the story. I have never fallen asleep during a Bruce Springsteen show. I will never fall asleep during a Bruce Springsteen show. We're back on the Skimbo Lounge. I'm ready. Let's load up the van. Let's load up the Skimbo van. Let's head on down to New Jersey. Let's buy the Skimbo van. Let's go find a van. We'll buy it. We'll call it the Skimbo van. We'll load it up. We'll go down to New Jersey. And we'll look at the ocean from afar. Yes, I don't know. We're, we're I, not going to Jersey. We're going to Florida. Oh, <laughs> Mitch Rogers here, ladies and gentlemen. We got a nightmare wedding out of Florida, Charlotte County. <laughs> Maid of honor goes ham. It was supposed to be the best day of her life. The bride. But her goddamn maid of honor ruins reception. Wedding was fine. Wedding was beautiful. Great ceremony. Reception? Uh-uh. 20, 30 minutes in. Spectator? Well, guest. But spectating the maid of honor said 20, 30 minutes into reception. Said maid of honor? Drank almost an entire bottle of Fireball. That's lovely. Yep. Now, the maid of honor got real shit-faced. Really? Yep. That's the shock. Real shit-faced. She went up to the best man, grabbed his keys out of his pocket after asking several people for their keys, goes out to the parking lot, starts backing the best man's car out, almost backs into the best man. The best man grabs onto the car. It was then described as he was being pulled with his feet dragging along the ground until he pulled the e-brake. That's a shame. Those wedding shoes. Those uh, guest guest pull. Right up. Guest pull the best. Uh, I'm sorry. The maid of honor out of the car. Uh-huh. Proceeds to go back inside and grabs the large bottle of Captain Morgan and starts chugging it. Wait, this is oh, the this now, is the maid of honor. Yes. Okay. Now things get violent. <sighs> 
They weren't already. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say. No, they were not violent before. Now they get violent. Steal my car, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Just try to steal my car, I'll punch you right in the face. Um, so she went back inside. She grabbed up the big bottle of Captain Morgan, guzzled it. Yeah. Uh, they say she got violent. Someone's quoted as saying, as soon as I turned around, she came up and cracked me upside the face. <laughs> oh, no. Is this the worst or best wedding ever? I can't tell. He, he said he swung back before he realized what was going on. Uh-huh. Cops were called. It was insane. Absolutely insane, said Jenna Templeton. Oh, we're naming names now. Jenna. <laughs> it's Everyone an article. flew in from Milwaukee uh, with their boyfriend. Deputies came. Leave um, her alone on the Facebook. Willis, guys. who is the... Sheriff was too busy, clearly. Willis, who's the uh, maid of honor, uh, claimed to be having an asthma attack and started shaking as if she were having a seizure. It's a um, weird middle ground. Is they it asthma? T- they took her to Bayfront. Those are way, asthma attacks are way worse. They took her to Bayfront, <laughs> Punta, Punta Gorda, where she exposed herself to deputies. That point. Oh. Assaulted two medics oh. and kicked over her bedpan. How do you feel about this thing? <laughs> That's a human <laughs> in a predicament yeah. right there. She lulled them into a false sense of security by exposing herself yeah. and then... The blow started raining down on those EMTs. Yeah, because they, uh, they look away to be polite, and then all forget. of a sudden... The bride is no longer friends with her, Oh, that's as crazy. you would hope. Well, and, that just uh, seems judgmental. From maid she, of honor to nothing. Willis now faces charges of larceny, battery, grand theft of a motor vehicle, and violation of probation. <laughs> so, uh, that brings you to go, what was she doing before that got her on probation? Also, I want to know how she kind of slipped under the the bride's radar this whole time. Like, no, Glory is going to be the best maid of honor ever. Look, she set up this whole thing. Now it looks like she's just going to take up, <laughs> blow off some steam a little bit or something. Oh, she is really trying to blow off some steam. Oh, she is ruining everything. Like, I, I because once you escalation. see someone chugging fireball. Which again, we've talked about it's at gross. length on this show. Yes, it's, it's hard to do. Um, actually, to be honest, I chugged some fireball this weekend. But you you see people chugging <laughs> fireball; it's not gonna be a good thing. And chugging a whole bottle of fireball, I split a pint of fireball with three guys. Chugging a whole bottle, and if it was a fifth, I feel almost it bad was. for her it was, because it was a fifth. Imagine what that did to her coming out. Just imagine. That sounds like the county jail's problem. Yeah, yes. it's just awful. It sounds like the worst thing ever. Maybe they should have been like, well, she's going to punish herself enough. <laughs> Let's let her off with a warning. It is Florida, you guys. She's just scraping her ass on the front lawn like a dog. Catch yeah, and release. She's like, what did, what did she do? She only uh, assaulted a couple of people, stole a car, and broke probation. Eh, it's a slap on the wrist in Florida. Yeah. Hell, that girl killed her kid. We let her off. Welcome to Florida. We don't want to seem like hypocrites. <laughs> Are there any more stories coming out of Florida for Mitch Line? Or is that it? Is that nothing out of Florida? So that's Mitch Rogers, and have a good day. It's beautiful. Okay, well, a story of retribution, a story of starting at the bottom and rising to the top. Please tell me this isn't a wrestling thing. A story of bread bowl pasta. 
In a way, oh, it is okay. about wrestling. <laughs> yes. Wrestling with your bowels yes. as they attempt to move Intest- mostly sawdust. Intestinal wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Alex and I, we have a tendency to torture our bodies with Domino's orders every couple months. It's a predilection. We're not proud of it. And um, we've had some very bad experiences. There's always a bad experience in the bathroom afterwards, but on the front yeah. end, you would prefer it to be tidy. So we've had some bad experiences with some sloppy uh, technique, some sloppy bread bowls, some sloppy cheesy this bread. Domino's, by the way, everyone <clears> out there s- doesn't know. Some sloppy Cinestics. First off, Cinestics are dead. Yeah, f- what the fuck, man? What? Cinestics are no more. There's no more Cinestics? Now they have these cinnamon bread twists, which is just Cinestics, but they're wrapped in little like knots. And they're tinier. Or there's less of them, probably. Uh, no, because they just give you a mound of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still have yeah. some left over from two nights ago. Oh, oh wow. my God. They can't be good. This is like the uh, garlic bread They're going to be fine. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Gross. With the utmost surety I've seen of anyone on any topic. Uh, they're going to be fine. The confidence. <laughs> Um, we got the cheesy bread, we got the bread bowl pasta, we got the new cinnamon bread wraps. I would say overall, A plus. Yeah, I would second that heartily. A plus. Our order was made with care. Our girl Monica made it, because we used the pizza tracker. It's how you can tell who's fucking around and who's not. Monica, friend of the pod. Yeah, Monica, we're putting Monica over. Oh yeah, she deserves to be. Monica, we had a, a fairly large order and Monica made it all herself. Yeah. You guys ever heard of the old custom bread bowl? Y- yes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it take it takes some Philly cheesesteak. Ah. Uh. It take some bacon. <laughs> so steakums and uh, and you shake take, and bake and you take some chicken. Lather it all up in Alfredo sauce, baby. <laughs> or substitute bacon for pepperoni, as I did this time. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach hurts already Is there thinking any pasta about this. In this. Yeah, there's pasta too. Okay, <laughs> well, you didn't say pasta. So it's I a bowl it was... of meats and sauce. Yeah, it's just meat. It's hey, just hey, meat hey. in a bread bowl with Alfredo sauce. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're like, give me a bread Could bowl. Be. Hold the pasta. Hold the pasta. <laughs> so it's a mini pizza. I think with you Alfredo probably could. In it. I feel like they would do that you for could. you. They would. Yeah. Like our old friend Scott, who prank called Domino's and said, "Can I get a pizza without the crust?" And they're like. I think, yeah. He's like, he, you put it like in a bowl. Yeah, we can put it in a bowl for you. Yeah. Can I eat it with my ass? <laughs> Sir, stop calling us, please. <laughs> Jeez. Classic. Poor, poor people. I feel like uh, the uh, the callback numbers and, and being able to see the number has ruined uh, prank calling. Oh, yeah. It's just totally well, there's it. Yeah, star, star six, six seven. seven yeah, shit. star six, seven still exists. See, because we well, had you star six, nine, the star six, seven. No, no, because no, star six, seven eliminates the star six, nine. Ah, I see. Yeah. We had a request from listener Molly who uh, wants us to start friend of the pod getting back to our roots and doing some prank phone calls. And I don't think people realize the damage we used to do when we yeah. got in that prank phone calling game. I don't know if they want to unleash that demon again. We kind of go a little too far sometimes, I think. I got prank phone called at work the other day by this, like, eight-year-old kid who, I can't remember what he said, but he called, he's like, hey, I'm calling because I'm trying to get in touch with, it was some, like, something stupid. I can't remember what it was. Huge asshole. Yeah, exactly. And I was sitting there like, I was just sitting there like, oh, yes, wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, there's an accent on the end. It's (laughs) asshole. And it was just really weird because I hadn't gotten prank phone calls in a long time. Usually my, my go-to was to kind of be like, oh, yeah, you're doing you're doing some of it right, kid. Yeah, no, that's good. Oh, yes, well done. 
Ah, yes, because then I, I go and I ask and see where huge ass is. I see. Well done, sir. And he was just kind of like, oh, you were a good sport, so I will not call back. And I was like, oh, that's very uh, right hey, chipper of you, lad. He, tip, just, he, he tipped his cap with the little yeah. uh, propeller blade. He yeah. tipped, he tipped, <laughs> tipped, tipped his, his little tape. beanie. <laughs> the last time I got prank texted. Um, prank texted? We, we, were, <laughs> we were in... I was into well. We all were intoxicated, and uh, it had not it text? had not been a good couple weeks for me. I yeah. know where this is and, going. And uh, I was extremely furious, and proceeded to go upstairs and started looking up stuff on the internet. And Tanner, I'll let you take it from here. So, friend of the pod, J Boner, the J Bone, the worst driver in the world, and you can come on this show. Any time, Jeremy, any time, and try to tell us that you're not the worst driver in the world because oh. we will fucking destroy you. We will allow the entire crew from that car wow. ride to come on the pod and dispute your claims. Kuzman, have a trial. Kuzman, ammo, the trial of Jay Boner, the trial of the century. We'll go up so, to Burlington and do this some night. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's go up and have a trial. I'm fine with it. Mock trial. Mock trial with, with Mitch Jay Reinhold. Reinhold. <laughs> we could even try to do it at Manhattan's. Monster realistic speaking. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. who the fuck are you guys? And be like, oh, we're a no, podcast. They'd be like, no, we don't give a shit. It would be like this. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Why don't you guys get I'd the walk fuck in out? with the bag of equipment. They'd be like, no, get the fuck out. Yeah. But anyway, what are they setting up back there? So I gave the J-Boner Mitch's phone number. Yeah. And the J-Boner's girlfriend proceeded to... Well, actually, it was, it was the J-Bone's phone that was being used. And he was texting Mitch as a girl that said that her and Mitch had been on some dates. Which he, knew was, false. Yeah. <laughs> Which well, he no, knew was he said, false. He said we met at the bar oh, okay, and yeah. we were drunk. And I was just like, no, I, I did not drink that much last night. I remember absolutely everything. No, we did not. So I'm, I'm watching Mitch like read his phone and kind of like frantically look around and like a lot of hard thinking going on. And in the meantime, I'm texting Jeremy like, oh, yeah, he's getting these. Oh, yeah. So then Jeremy's girlfriend calls Mitch as this girl that Mitch hit it off with at the bar. <laughs> yeah. And all this stuff. And now Mitch is freaking out. And Mitch disappears for like half an hour. So we're downstairs. We're at Geoff's house. We're, we're in, in Geoff's, front of the pod, Geoff. We're in the kitchen. And I noticed that Mitch has been gone for a long time. So I go upstairs thinking maybe he's in the restroom. And he's sitting at Jeff's dad's desktop computer with his phone in his hand. And I'm like, what's going on, man? I look at his phone and it, he's looking up the police department. Like they're like oh they're they're they're, they're non God. but they're non emergency numbers. Like call and be like, hey, I'm getting this stuff. Like, no, hey man, hey, <laughs> hey, it's me, it's me and J Bone, it's me and Jeremy, it's me and Jeremy. Stop, it's me and Jeremy. <laughs> like, oh man, and so now I'm saying like, oh yeah, just come on, hit me, just get, get it out of the way, come on, like, cause he's very upset. <laughs> why did you just... want to call? Why did you want to involve the cops? It was not stopping, and it was a random number <laughs> contacting him, and it was. Like they were laying it in, they were <laughs> they were working pretty stiff. Like, what were they saying? What kind of shit was she saying to you? I, I mean, it was nonsense, and I just knew it was all absolutely like fake. And but like, like what? Like we had a real connection. I like, really don't need to deal with like fake bullshit phone calls because I. <laughs> Did you ever think about blocking the number? Ah, uh, if they're texts. I mean, good choice, but uh, <laughs> at that point, no. And again, like Mitch just said, he'd had a rough couple weeks. He's vulnerable. So yeah, that's what I think. When I think kinda, about Mitch, is he's going to kind of lash out, and he lashed out and yeah. almost called I mean, the police. It, it was close. She goes to show you guys know who you're pranking. 
and know when uh, when you've taken it too far. Well, the beauty of that prank was they had the inside man, and I was kind of managed. I was I was watching his reactions and kind of managing the next thing they were going to say to him. And then once he disappeared, I was like, maybe call call off the dogs for a little bit. <laughs> and I was correct in my assumption that bad things are about to happen either to Jeff's toilet or to the people on the other end of the line. Hell, why not both? Hey, always, always an option. You could be like friend of the pod, MC Meezy, and using the toilet that Jeff's dad explicitly said, don't use this toilet. <laughs> There are so many stories of our friend MC Meezy inappropriately bogarting the toilet space too. There's so many because there's the there's the time when uh, friend of the pod Jeff's dad was like, "Hey, if you're gonna use this toilet, yep. just go number one. Don't go number two. It will get clogged. It will back up. It will not be good." Told us all as we came in. Oh sure. Then off old MC Meezy went to the bathroom. Oh, that is also to hear the pipes just do that thing when you know pipes in your house are, are upset and they're like poo in me what is that sound and you hear and then you hear a little bit more movement in the house someone else clearly knows what's like something's going on stairs are being run down yeah and you just hear a moment there's a pause and then you just hear oh son of a bitch jeffrey jeff jeffrey get up here now and we're just like, oh my god! And he's like, Jeff, did didn't we tell your friends not to use the bathroom to to do anything besides number one? What is going on here? And you can just see a friend MC Me's his face just goes white as a sheet. I don't know what what are you talking about? And we're all like, Me's when we came into the house and he said to all of us to our faces, "Don't use this bathroom." I, I didn't think he was talking to me. What are you? What? What are you talking about? He told us all. You just this. This is the problem we have with our friend, who's a great person in some ways. <laughs> um, I'll put MC Me's yeah, over. Yeah, put MC Me's over. Fine person, but just does not fucking listen ever. Remember the time it was like, hey, you know, uh, we're high beaming down the down the road here. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a cop coming. There's a cop coming. Maybe you shouldn't high beam that cop. Oh, you high beam that cop the whole way. <laughs> the cop was in. <laughs> Large discomfort. Yeah, you could, we could see it through the windshield. I've never, I've never, <laughs> yeah, covered his eyes. <laughs> I've never been able to look into a car, let alone a cop car, and see the actual discomfort on the driver's face it's driving past them. Because at night. We're, we're in a Rav, a, a late '90s Rav Four, way up high. where exactly the high beams go right into a sedan if you're driving yeah. by. Yeah, and yeah. the cop, you can just see his face. Just, ah, like we're not technically doing anything illegal, but that is not a good place you want to be. Especially driving with the MC Mies, who you know if he got pulled over would just give that cop attitude. Like, not even realizing, <laughs> not even realizing that they oh, were giving the cop it, attitude. Isn't uh, it my right? You can't pull me over for this. This is stupid. Oh, it's fine. Uh, you're, could you just shut up for a second, officer? <laughs> like, I've, I've, been, I've had a conversation with our friend on multiple occasions where they talked for uh, the better part of 20 minutes. And then when I came to interject, they were just like, oh, can you just shut up for a second? Oh, okay. I don't need this right now. I don't need this right now. I need to turn around. (laughs) How about there's just been multiple times at intersections in cars? Just one. I would put our friend MC Mees up there with the J Bone as one of the worst drivers. We should sponsor a Skimbo Lounge Grand Prix. Yeah, Yeah, because I just I know there was the time where I was like, hey, we're at that intersection and you need to stop. Oh, you didn't. You drove right through that red light. Oh, I'm just I'm having a day. Okay, well then tell me before I get into a vehicle with you. I remember the time we were pulling out of their driveway and we got caught in the snowbank. <laughs> pulling out. Just pulling out of a driveway. Just 
cut the wheel and just put the put the car right into the snowbank. Okay, don't worry about it. I get out of the car. I can get us out of this in two seconds. Just listen. Let's just listen to me for a second, and I can fix this. Would you just shut the fuck up? I'm just trying to figure this out. We're in a snowbank. <laughs> I was like, I've done this a million times. I literally just turned around and walked away. Just left, went home. Oh yeah, I remember one time in the car with him. I was giving him. Shit. I, well, he said he was doing illegal shit as per usual. Love the music. And the I death, hate but... riding with him. It's like the one and only time I rode with him because after that I said never again. And I'm pretty sure he ran a stop sign. Oh, all the time. And he's like, "You guys, I don't, I don't need this right now. Like, I don't, like, I don't need to die. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need to die right now." This is even he's why like, he brought Can up you the guys news. be quiet? Like, I really don't need to deal with this. And I go, I really don't need to deal with getting pulled over and dealing with a cop because you're a fucking moron and you're probably going to get this car searched and all of us fucking arrested, such as. I was telling a friend the story of the time you guys were all at his house, and the cops called back because he accidentally called Oh, oh that's a fun story. Oh, yeah. And uh, shall we? Let's dive in. Well, I can I can probably spearhead this a little bit. My friend Mies watches after um, his parents' house, you know. And just the cats. Just the cats, because the cats can't be alone. We all know cats aren't independent creatures. And... Uh, so we're all there hanging out. We're watching Rock of Love or uh, no, what was it? Burning Love. Burning Love. Web the, series. The, the the web series that makes fun of Rock of Love and all those dating shows. And uh, we're sitting around this tiny laptop being generally weirdos. And I'm sitting in the Mises father's armchair, kind of making fun of him, <laughs> kind of making fun of his dad. And... Uh, you know, it was right around that time, all of a sudden, you see our friend Mies pull his phone out of his pocket and start talking to someone. And I'm going, oh my God, Mies butt-dialed his dad. No, no, no. It was, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I must have butt-dialed you. Yeah. And then walked out of the room. So yeah. we're in the room and we're like- I'm white was, as a ghost at this oh point. Oh my God. Was it was it, missed, was it Father Mies? Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting in his chair making doing a bad impression of him. He just heard the entire thing and is going to come back here and throttle Viciously me. <laughs> but no, Mies comes back to the room I'm like, that wasn't your dad, was it? Oh, no, don't worry about it. It's fine. That was the cops. That was 911. I butt dialed 911. Yeah, I butt dialed 911. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's a good one. No, no, no. I butt dialed the cops. And then I said, no, don't come here. It's not like I'm being held hostage or anything. No, said no, this no. to the police. No, no, no. There, that conversation ended. They called back again. Yeah, to make sure. And he said, he said, it's not necessary. Don't send anybody. It's not like I'm being held hostage or anything. And it was at that point <laughs> where I was like, they're coming. Yeah, the, the police are That's on their exactly way. what they're, you say yeah. if you get a chance. Yeah, they're coming. Yeah, so the police are on their way. At least one, if not two. Two cop cars show up. Measy goes out to meet them. Don't worry, guys. I've they're, got this. I won't let. I won't let them. They're not gonna come in. I'll just talk to them in the driveway. They'll know that nothing's wrong. Okay, let's take a quick step back. Yeah. Ugh. You receive a nine one one call. It's a bunch of assholes yelling. You call the number back. You talk to someone that's not really great socially on the phone. They don't sound like the most confident and credible. You also. call. You call back again. They say they're not being held hostage or anything. And then when you arrive, the same socially strange person is kind of keeping you at bay from entering the house yeah is outside what, <laughs> like what do you think's gonna happen yeah but then they all like, come in yeah can, can we can we just look around the house 
Of course you can, he says. Oh, come on in. And so in the police come and we're all sitting there they're like, what are you guys doing? There As was it's a, char- a bunch of there was a character early on the 20s. Show, and there was a character on the show that was always naked. So her body was highly pixelated. Natasha Legero, her character, yeah. was yeah. always naked. So we paused it at a point where she's featured kind of prominently where in she's the shot. Where like she's ass over tea kettle with like her, like they, they it's, everything's like believe, blurred like out. Spread. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's but all like, blurred. It's, it's but... very. Yeah. So you're a cop walking into this house and you go, oh, look, it's a bunch of creepy males sitting around a computer watching porn. There's nothing creepy or odd about this 911 call. Pixelated porn. That's yeah. fucking weird. I say we search them. Yeah. And so they came in and One they cop sat. L- looked at your shorts. You had yeah. St. Mike's. St. Mike's, yep. SMC. And he's like, chatting me. what does SMC mean? <laughs> it means MC Al-Qaeda. Motorcycle yeah. yeah, it means Al-Qaeda in English. Like what the fuck? They're shorts. They're branded athletic shorts. Yeah. What? We that was a one of the the few times. We were like, oh, all right. Well, now that they're gone, let's all hang out. We're like, I think we need to leave. Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go leave. SMC. Home. I was like, is that do those shorts stand for systematically molesting children? You sick fuck. Oh, oh my god. Oh, oh, get the fuck outside. Yeah. We, uh, we need six cars back, back up. up. Yep. <laughs> Woo! But it was just one of those moments where. You were like, okay, we're fine. And then you see the cops drive by at least three or four more times. And I was like, I live close and I was going to walk home, but I feel a little sketched out now by it. Uh, I don't want to be the guy. Oh, we saw you earlier there at the uh, the fuck party that was yeah, happening f- over at the old place. We saw you at the fuck party with the molesting children shorts You guys on. ended yeah. up fucking that guy? <laughs> <laughs> so he seemed like he was going to get fucked and maybe that's why yeah, he called he was, us. Yeah, yeah. he really seemed like... Uh... It's so funny because these aren't even the stories we were going to tell. Because <laughs> I remember the story we were going to tell about the Mies was when we were in Burlington at Alex's place, and we were having ourselves a good time. But then the next day, Mies holed himself up in the bathroom for four hours. Well, because he was really hungover, and then he got a, a tuna fish tuna. sandwich. A, a chicken salad sandwich on a croissant from Dunks. <laughs> yep. Okay? We're going to talk about it. We're going to get it fucking right. Yeah. We all went to Taco Bell. I slept And there. we all got shitty food that would just make us make our hangovers kind of go away. Ooh, greasy food. And the Mies went to Dunks and got the greasy chicken salad on a croissant. So poured mayonnaise and yeah. chicken on top of dice, a bunch of dice, beer. Dice celery. Yep. So this was not the time that we were in Johnson. Johnson. Oh, no. This is it's pretty much a, a mirror. separate time that we, yeah, yes. it is a mirror. It's an I, absolute mirror of this happening. Uh, what I refer it's to same, that if uh you know I I'm ready to leave whenever you guys are but if if you could give me as much time as possible before you leave. <laughs> So we he just did. sat in the bathroom, like making himself throw up for six hours. Really, yeah, we went and got lunch. That's exactly what it was. You were there. Yeah, it was yeah. The night I was at the both of these jungle times. party. Yeah, it was I was at we're, both of these parties. Rory and I are <laughs> the OG MC Measy puke yeah. boys. Yeah, okay? the place we got lunch was like shutting down in fifteen minutes, and we didn't realize it. And we spent as much time in there as we could, aka fifteen minutes. It's a pretty good place. <laughs> That it was, was a nice little country store was with this, very good was in food. Hyde, it was in Hyde Park. Good soup. Was a really good tomato Sopa bueno? Yes. Remember the time Sopa we bueno. tried to convince people at, at we were down at, at one of the bars in downtown Burlington. We convinced that 30-something-year-old woman that MC Mies was, was, a doctor. was, a, was a, a doctor or a rapper and was like 35, was 36. Yeah, yeah. Was, a, was a brilliant doctor and a brilliant mind, but was also his passion lies in freestyle rapping. She was patting him on the butt. It was great. Oh, it was a lot of, <laughs> there was a lot of... 
overtly sexual things happening. What happened? And if that, that was the night we invented the drink, the Storm Chaser. That's oh. probably what happened. Which was tequila Fuck. and butterscotch schnapps as a shot. You belt that, and then you have to chug half Guinness, half, half Smirnoff, Smirnoff ice. Yeah. yeah, that are mixed together in a glass. And again, the bartender <laughs> at the bar that we were at. Him and I Loved have a it. history of making bad drinks for people that I don't like. Loved so, it. So, <laughs> yeah, he was Loved fucking all, all about he it. He loved doing in. that shit. He was like, that's fucking gross. Let me get a can of Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this that's ready. All, that's, oh and, my God. And Meezy couldn't do it, but we were like, you're not going to waste those. Like, he, he drank the initial offering, but then was like, I don't think I can finish this pint glass full of the two concoctions. Guinness and Smirnoff. So he just... Double fisting. Yeah, so he had a half a can of Guinness, half a bottle of Smirnoff. Coolest, and this is coolest kid at the party. That's what drew this woman over. She's like, oh, what are you drinking those for? You yeah. Know, drink them, you pussy. And he starts to chug one of them. And she smacks him on the ass super hard. You just see the look on his face like, <laughs> uh-oh. Yeah, I believe that ended with us being like, where's Meezy? Oh, let's go ask the bouncer. Yeah, I threw your friend out. He opened up a silent alarm in the back. Uh, and he whipped him, whipped open a door in the back of the bar to the alley, which was rigged up to a silent alarm so he could vomit out the back. And then came up with like, yeah, you're out of here. He's like, I, I, why? Like, you set off a silent alarm. He's like, I didn't hear anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, but so we find Mies out front with the bouncer sitting there chatting the bouncer's ear off smoking cigarettes. And he's we're like, are you good out here? Yeah, I'm totally fine. Don't worry about it. So I'm pretty sure we stayed at the bar for like another 45 uh, minutes. Like a I bunch think of you were signed up for karaoke. You're, you're giving us too much credit. This yeah. is how it went down. <laughs> okay, even better. Mies is out front smoking a cigarette. Mies, you get kicked out? Yeah, I don't know why. Okay, you're going to have to just kind of... <laughs> hang out out here because we're, we're like pretty soon up on karaoke and we've been here for like two hours so we've kind of passed the 50% point of the investment we're all in on singing karaoke and you're just gonna have to go go get uh, some sliders or something yeah, go to KKD it's right there yeah go go somewhere else and we'll meet you out here because uh, you will not be let back in we will meet you out here <laughs> In about 45 minutes to an hour. In retrospect, we've done some pretty mean things to the Mies. There was that time at camp when uh, the Mies was very sick. I think it was you and friend of the pod, Jeff. It was Alex and friend of the pod, Jeff, who went up and he was vomiting in the bed next to the bucket <laughs> and shook the shit out of him. We terrorized him, dude. Because oh, you Jeff, guys, you just Jeff need to leave I... me alone for a second. <laughs> just violently throw up. Jeff and I have the kind of special drinking relationship where if <laughs> you leave, if you leave it to the two of us to be the last men standing who've also drank the most, you're all fucked. So everybody started to pass out and the Mies went up on that mattress because what had happened earlier was we were all doing, you're not supposed to call them this, but we we're doing Irish car bombs. I don't know what else you call them. Car bombs, just regular car bombs. Car bombs. You don't. You don't need still, to associate still, my people. Still offends me. I didn't mean to be ethnocentric, but we were. So we're doing car bombs, and the, the minute he finished his, oh yeah, the fucking gurgle fountain kicked right. But in. but it, he was he was There's sipping on it, it. Yeah. sipping on it, refusing to chug it. So it curdled. It curdled yeah. as he was drinking it, and that was the problem. He was like, "You gotta chug this." Don't tell me what to do. Yep. And then the, no, the, for your correct. safety, you have to chug it. No, the, don't the gurgle you, fountain. Don't tell me. I have a photo saved on my computer of the gurgle fountain, and if I can find it, we'll put it on Twitter. Oh yeah, definitely. If I can find it, we're gonna put it on Twitter. The girl fountain in action, and then 
they reloaded the girl fountain because so these they, assholes are up there. Well, yeah, so he just made himself sick and went to have a nap, and Jeff and I got too drunk and too active, and we went up and we shot on him a little bit. <laughs> we were, like, stomping on the mattress, <laughs> shaking the fuck out. He was just like, really He's like, you got to give me my best. Yeah, it was the kind of thing where you guys were harassing the Mies right in a moment where he might have been like, I think I'm through the woods. And then you start to shake him, and he's like, nope, got to vomit some more. Yeah, uh, Down just, in... Down in Connecticut one time, it was the end of the night, and Tanner's like on this giant pillow. Was it like a dog bed? Yeah, on the ground. He's trying to sleep. Muppet Christmas Carol's playing on the TV. He's just laying on the ground. I'm all fucked up. I walk over. Everyone else is watching TV, and I just start violently shaking Tanner, just roughing him up. And then, and then I'm sitting down, and we all just turn our heads and watch Tanner crawl off this dog bed, even though they don't have a dog. Correct. Just pull himself by his arms into the bathroom, shut the door, and just... It, it was like a modified oh. army crawl. Like, I was, like, half half on my hands and knees and mostly on my forearms, kind of. It's like, you get 17 more strides and you'll be in sweet, sweet porcelain heaven, baby. I remember, like, because I had to calm myself down because I was like, it's coming. It's coming now. I, I love <laughs> the story you told a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Where the second you woke up, yeah, yeah, it was like it was already in my mouth. Mitch was at my house. I puked in my sink. I couldn't make it to the toilet. It's like three feet in between them. Yeah, we played the wet hot American summer drinking game. Oh my my God. body shut down at nine thirteen p.m. I told him we shouldn't play this game. I was like, we've been drinking. This game's heavy drinking. He told me we shouldn't play it. Sure enough. He tried his best. He called me an asshole like six times. And for some reason, every time he called me an asshole, I like shelled up more. And I was like, oh, now we're definitely fucking doing it. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Woke up at like 1145, 12 (laughs) with just like vomit. If my esophagus is zero to 100, the vomit was at 97. (laughs) So I had very small amount of time to oh, take care awful. of this. And you know what happened? You took care of it. I got a little bit of puke on some stuff, but I found it. <laughs> oh, it's awful. But uh, but yeah, it was, you know, come to find out that <laughs> sink in my bathroom can handle a lot of vomit. So uh, it's good to know. It's a good yeah. experiment. Good experiment to have. When your nickname's the pistol, the puke pistol. Yep. You gotta have a sink that can tolerate some vomit. The clip was unloaded. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the clip I went <laughs> I did it just, until I was shooting dry rounds. Just looking at our history of all of our friends and I I realize I don't know a single one of us who hasn't vomited at some point because of pushing like I'm trying to think I, I haven't. I don't know. You, I definitely you've have never not vomited. vomited once in our entire time of I definitely not from I, drinking. I'm gonna side with Alex know. here. I have definitely vomited a f- couple of times, but I mean, yeah. I could definitely. It's not ever. It it's just once. Hands. Yeah, exactly. Easy. Too far from the mic. Um, <laughs> and also, intern Tasty's thing is that he doesn't necessarily puke at like one a.m. He'll eat food and puke at ten thirty out of necessity to create more hey, space. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not drink. arguing uh, the reasoning for the puke. I'm simply arguing the puke. And I like yeah. the boot and rally too. I mean, if a guy with the nickname the puke pistol, he's got to have a couple of different uh, specialties. <laughs> I'm just All thinking. Right. One is fall asleep and puke later. One is puke now, then fall asleep, and one is puke now and then drink for a while, and then fall asleep, and then probably puke the next morning. (laughs) (laughs) So I got a couple of different little tricks I got in my bag. That's great. He's a showman. Yeah. Yeah, 
the best way to vomit is off someone's deck when you can grab onto the top and get some real leverage and just make sure you empty the whole clip. Yeah, you heard it here. <laughs> yeah. Really scrape to the bottom and empty from the boot heels. You want to empty it. You want to get it all out. Because if you leave half in there, you're going to feel like shit. You're going to have to take care of it at some point. We'll see. Sooner it, rather than later, to be honest. You also want to not make that mistake of getting locked in the bathroom with the puke smell, as our friend Mies did. Oh, yeah. Because you, 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 you get if, the recurring thing. You know? If you're puking for a long amount of time, like you're puking, but you're like, I don't know. I don't feel great. Maybe I should stay close to this bucket. Get yourself out of the bathroom at least, but put yourself close enough where you can get in there yeah. if need be. But you don't want to be festering in yeah. the shit smell. You fester in puke. puke smell, it's going to turn three pukes into four pukes. You know? It starts a puke chain. Yeah. The puke chain, and then also you'll be done puking. Like Your body will have nothing left, but you'll still be feeling so nauseous because you're surrounded by the, the fumes. The puke smell. You'll keep dry heaving, yeah. which is also a problem. That can tell you about the time it's important. Rory and I got caught in a puke chain. We were riding a bus. We had gone out on a little, <laughs> a cute little double date with these two girls, my roommate and her really good friend. The yep. four of us oh, went yes, out right. yep. for dinner. And as we were riding back on the train, we were sitting across from these two girls who had these like giant Slurpees, and we weren't really paying them much attention. Is that what we're calling them these days? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the one girl was just going on and on and on. She's like, John's such an asshole. I don't know. What do you think? And the other girl just goes, Glowing endorsement of John. Shoots this. It looked like brain matter. It was just pink, viscous vomit all over. And the four of us are sitting right there. So our survival instinct kicks in. We fucking bolt. Now, three of us, us, me, Prim, and Rory, make it to the back with the rest of civilization. But Claire ran to the front and got separated from us by the puke. And it, couldn't cross the, the girl river who Jordan. Line. The girl who did it was fucking laughing her ass off too. She thought it was really funny how freaked out everyone was. A girl after my own heart. <laughs> Get them digits. <laughs> so so there's every turn this train makes, every like Slosh. little mini downhill coast, this just river of vomit comes surging, and every you just hear people go, ah! <laughs> and uh Rory and I got stuck in the back with Prim, and then we also met these two girls that we were like really hitting it off with, and we were like, oh, cool, they, they seem nice. Next thing we know, we see some at the front like, oh my god, the smell. I, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. Smell! Pukes all over. And all of a sudden, like, if it had been a movie, someone would have been like, it's like, come down. <laughs> yeah. And the next thing you know, another guy just bends over and just, wah, wah. And then we look at our friend Claire, who's super sensitive to it, and the look on her face is just like, no, no, no. We need to get, <laughs> yeah, she's, I have to get the fuck off this train. We need to get train. off this train. So we did. So she got off, and we never met our new friends again. Yeah. Hey. We left to be good friends to Claire so she wouldn't have to walk home met by herself. a lot of great friends on those trains, like all the heroin addicts. Oh, puke train. And then the puke other Puke train full of heroin addicts. <laughs> yeah. Puke train going to keep you together. And the <laughs> other puke story I have, just a quick one, is uh, I was get them all out. out doing karaoke. With, you feel better when you get them all out. I uh, I was out doing karaoke with my old roommate, Aline, and her boyfriend, Oliver, and we were closing the place down, and Aline had a big pitcher of beer, and she got up and stumbled through (laughs) forever in blue jeans, (laughs) spilling beer on herself, the whole thing. She gets back and sits down. I'm there with Oliver. Oliver's asleep in the chair. No one has noticed. Intern Tasty style, asleep in a bar. But (laughs) intern Tasty style, he is chin in his chest asleep. And I look at the two of them and go... Well, anybody want more to drink? And right on cue, Aline just <laughs> throws up through her fingers. 
It just shoots these little rivulets of vomit out. <laughs> pull, pull the D-Rob. Cracks, yeah, little Lovely. cracks. Pull the D-Rob. This is absolutely fucking incredible. It's amazing. Oh, man. I mean, I've I've vomited with kings and queens. Uh, <laughs> so it's hard to really narrow down good poop stories for me. Yeah, I think that's... But I would like... We're getting close on time, so I think we'll close the pod with this one. All right. When I used to play men's league hockey with the J-Bone and the other vagrants, Andy Kuzman, Josh. Yeah, all friends of the pod. Um, we would go up... Uh, to Burlington and play. We'd have to play a game at like 10 o'clock at night. And sometimes Jeff, friend of the pod, and I would go up there. We'd play a game. We'd stay over. And then the, maybe the next day we'd stay up there and drink some more and then come back the following day. And this was right around my birthday. I believe we played a game the night before my birthday. Got really, really drunk. You'll figure. It's a shocker. Woke up. Uh, Jeremy and I were like, we're not going to go to bed until we win a game at NHL Online. And we didn't win until the sun came up. So it was like 5.30 when we went to bed. Woke up. Jeff and I shared a futon. Oh, that's romantic. Uh, Intimate. Went to Manhattan. Man. <laughs> went, went to Manhattan's right around 7 o'clock. Jeff and I went and got Chipotle at one point. Went to Manhattan's. So now it's like officially my birthday. And all my teammates are like, we got a, we got a special birthday surprise for you. It was like dollar fifty or two dollar shots of fucking Canadian LTD. Mm. So they gave me one of those. I had like a fiddlehead or something in a pint glass, and I was like, ah, I really know where this is going, but I'm it's my birthday, and they bought me the shot, social contract. Yep. Did the shot halfway through doing the shot, like my body was like, hey, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to like drink some beer to like even it all out. Yeah, that doesn't work like that. Looked to Jeff, I said, hey, man, can you just hold my beer? <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure. So I'm like walking through this crowd of people at Manhattan's all the way across the bar to where the bathrooms are. And it's just two unisex bathrooms. Like, yeah. you go when you lock the door, it's a toilet and a sink and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, if there's a line, oh, my God, if there's a line, it's going to be so fucking bad. Get over there. No line. Go on the one right, <laughs> right on the left. So you go in, shut the door behind me, <laughs> locked it. <laughs> like from the door to the toilet nothing in the toilet (laughs) on the wall on the toilet seat just fine i'm like you monster and it was like fucking 715 i fucking hate you (laughs) you're that guy well i might i just need to go sprinkle out a (laughs) bathroom oh my goodness uh social contract and also having worked in the food service and worked at ben and jerry's and cleaned up vomit yeah You really don't want to make somebody else clean up your vomit. So I, for the next about 20 minutes, oh. in this tiny bathroom, it was hot. It was fucking sticky in there. Yeah, the you puke, made it sticky. The puke raised the temperature up like 15 degrees. <laughs> Cleaned the whole fucking bathroom using just the soap from the sink and like uh, the towels and everything. Cleaned it all up. They're thinking, this asshole made this worse. So I'm like, oh my. So I'm like, the line behind, the line's going to be huge. People have got to be so fucking pissed off. I've been here for so fucking long. I open the door. No line. It's because so no one like, else is drunk at seven at no, night. Boom. Confidence kicks in. I'm like, nobody knows. I can just tell the people that I'm here with that I just like had to take a shit. <laughs> I'm scot free, baby. Walk over to the group. Hey, Jeff, can I have my beer? He goes, yeah. Oh, you got some puke on your shirt there. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Shit. Jesus. That'll so do you, it. 
That'll do it. You almost got away with it. Supreme confidence getting yeah. knocked down. How I almost got away with it. That's true. I didn't do it, but if I did do it, this is this how, is how, how I would do it. it. Yeah. Don't wear shirts with white and brown stripes because... <laughs> get the little chunk of hey, pineapple on you. <laughs> you get you get vomit in the brown, it's going to blend in. Tough yeah. to aim. <laughs> Especially with wall splatter. So, uh, so Tanner always wears a brown dickie. Yeah. I yep. <laughs> get brown dickie with a white see stripe. Tanner in a smock, watch out, because he he's out to puke. And on that note... There we are. What a better way to close our American episode than talking about puke. Yeah. Freedom. Embarrassing one of our friends with all the stupid things they've done in the puke stories. Sorry, MC Me's friend of the pod. We started out talking about Chris Christie. We ended up talking about puke. So it's just been puke the whole time. Talk about Mies Meezy. And Chris Christie, get fuck fucked, you. friend. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck you, Chris Christie. I'll, I'll puke down his throat. And then fuck him. Okay, there it is. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so remember to follow us on social media. Oh, yeah, follow us on social. Yeah, it's at Skimbo Lounge on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes, the Skimbo Lounge. Still waiting for people to ask us weird questions or topic ideas. We did a little bit of the prank phone call one. That was somebody mentioned they wanted more prank phone call stuff. Yes, and that was on our Facebook page, which has 83 likes, which is embarrassing. Ooh. Get out and like us. We're not going to do anything on the Facebook page until we get to 100 likes. Yeah. That's that's just what's going to happen. Yeah. So <clears throat> either help us get there or, fuck or get fucked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> it's on you, America. You, you vote your voice. It's pressing a button, you lazy fucks. I'm going to open up the next podcast with a uh, good old puke story from a case race. Okay. I think you got to tell the whole case race story. That, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, I think we should to. tell drinking stories on the 16th episode. All 16, right. ep- okay, 16? 16 episode That's drinking stories. That's our tease. All right. That's a good tease. All right. So that gives be- us a week to think of good stories. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I know, Even I though know- Intern Tasty already has one. So yeah, yeah. Put a bow in it. <laughs> Save it for a rainy day. Well, yeah. I think we're good here. So, uh, everybody, good night. And uh, go fuck yourselves and get fucked, Chris Christie.